what are you would say three requirements for lasting love? That's a very beautiful question. Well, the first one is sort of rhetorical, but lasting love is growing in love. Mm-hmm. Now, let me mention the difference between lasting love and growing in love. You start out with an automatic love, but you don't really know each other. And it's by getting to know each other, you fall out of love. You kind of go, oh, well, that wasn't perfect. Or that didn't work out the way I wanted. And within yourself, you come back to love. Every time you come back to love, you grow in love. The same thing when I go to a gym, uh, you know, during the COVID thing, the lockdown. <laughs> so I, I wasn't traveling all the time. So I figured, okay, I'll hire a, a trainer and I'll go to the gym. I can, after nine months of going into the gym twice a week for 30 minutes, I can now press push, pull, balance, 100% more than what I could do before. I doubled the muscle mass on my body, okay? Twice as much. It is like I'm twice as strong as I've ever been in my life and I'm 70 years old. Now, how did that happen? By having a trainer help me (laughs) to push further than I thought I could go and pushing further and being a little sore the next day. And after I got into it, soreness doesn't hurt at all anyway. It actually, I just soreness is just feeling the muscles on my body, my posture improving, my gait improving, my self-esteem improving on a physical level. How wonderful that is in 30 minutes twice a week. <laughs> just like, and every time I don't want to do it, okay? I, I, and I wouldn't do it on my own. I really wouldn't. I'm not that powerful of a person because <laughs> I, I resist that stuff. I'm very a cerebral type person. You know, I'm a meditator. I write books. <laughs> I can sit and be very, very happy. Okay. So more on the sedentary side of life. And I I pay for it. I pay a lot for a trainer. So I don't want to waste the money and I don't want him to sit there waiting for me and me not come. So I do it. So you have to know whatever is good for you in terms of growth is going to be challenging. You have to get out of your comfort zone. Now, some people talk about you have to learn to be uncomfortable in your life. I say, I have not learned to be uncomfortable. I have a few moments where I'm uncomfortable. That's it. (laughs) 30 minutes twice a week is all I'm going to do there. And it comes to my relationships, 30 minutes twice a week to do my journal, process my feelings, and I'm back to giving. You know, this is, it doesn't have to be so tedious, but we have to realize it's not all easy. You have to overcome challenges. So in the gym, I have to overcome a challenge to grow in my strength. In relationships, to grow in love, you're going to face challenges. That means your partner is going to disappoint you. That means you're going to have overreactions. That means there's going to be judgments that come up and you have to suck it up if you're a man and do something to make you feel good so it's no big deal anymore. And women, you need to process those feelings, recognizing that 90% of them are not about your husband, not about your boyfriend. It's the story you tell yourself to feel miserable like a victim in life and so feel, feel sorry for yourself. That's one of those self-pity, one of those horrible blocks. I talk about how to work through these blocks, identify them, because if you're a victim in life, you will always be a victim in life until you turn it around and see your responsibility and your way out of it. So that's uh, the first thing to, to have. Lasting love is growing in love. Very important point. Second point is giving up blame. Okay, taking responsibility for your happiness, recognizing your partner's role, man or woman, is not to make you happy, but to make you happier. And the way my partner makes me happier is by allowing me to make her happier. And the way he makes her happier is for her to be happy so that when he does little things for her, it makes her happier. 
And rather than condemn him when his imperfections are there, find forgiveness and then ask for what you want in small increments, getting more and more and more. So getting more is how you grow in love as well. But you do that becoming an expert at giving more of what your partner actually needs. So the four-step process there is see what you're doing that doesn't work, like complaining, for example, and stop it, stop it, stop it. You might even physically, you mind yourself doing it. Just get in the physical mode of going, stop, stop, stop. My brain is giving my body fake messages, false news. Don't believe it. Turn it off. Then step two, go do something to make yourself happy and fulfilled. Step three, give more to your partner of what they actually need. I talked about today, simply put, give him the kind of love that says he's good enough and he doesn't need your help. And the flip side of this for men, you would you would come back and give her the kind of love she needs most that makes her feel seen, heard, safe, and special. Mm. They're all very important things to women. Not so important to men. <laughs> Don't give him that stuff. Let him feel he's successful. Success is what men need. Uh, love, feeling loved, cherished, special, important in terms of his life, a priority. All those things is what you need. He has to learn to do that. And I promise you, if you give him, you give him what he needs, he will respect you more. Mm-hmm. When, I, when any, any performer on stage, they're on their male side, putting themselves out there, being of service, they're doing their job. What do you do when they're finished? You clap for them, which is called appreciation. And then what will they do? They will bow. When, when the male side of us is appreciated, it becomes selfless. It bows, it honors, feed him what he needs and he will feed you what you need. And you need to give him a little instruction along the way. So, and he will hear instruction in terms of requests when you, when he feels appreciated for what he does do. All right. So that's two and three, how, how to, to, that was giving up blame, coming back to making yourself happy, giving him the things he needs and three to grow in love for lasting love. You have to have a great sex life. Now, Some people can have lasting love and not have a great sex life. But if you want to grow in love, uh, as I've been talking about, it gets better and better and better. If you want static, okay. Maybe if you do the other two things, you can have static. We want to grow in love. It takes getting naked emotionally and mentally, and then in the body, in the physical bed, getting naked there. And for women to have orgasms and for men to provide those orgasms to her. And not too much sex and not no sex. Too much sex will kill love. Not enough sex will kill love. And I'll give you the example. It's now scientifically proven. Men, as they get older, their testosterone levels start going down. So it's half at 50. Sex with with your partner is no longer thrilling and exciting. And you may not even get erections anymore if you're a man. And she's no longer feeling orgasmic. Okay. She may want to have sex, but she doesn't have like full-blown surrender orgasm. Two different things. So, uh, Women having sex with their vibrator is not sex, ladies. That's that's just going in your male side and masturbating. Men doing porn, that's not making love in any way. And it only inhibits your ability to truly make love. So monogamy, monogamy, bonding with your partner in a monogamous sexual relationship, you can thrive and grow in love for a lifetime. Not too much, not too little. So too much is more than once a week. Ooh, that sounds terrible to some people in the beginning. All right. Overeat in the beginning, then you can lose some weight. <laughs> but you're on vacation, so splurge. But then you got to come back to a diet that will keep you healthy. And occasionally you have your, your thrive days, uh, your break the rules days. And what I mean by that 
is research shows that when a man has sex more than once a week, his testosterone goes down over time. If he has sex once a week, every Saturday, if you have sex on Saturday and no ejaculation for the six days before that, on Saturday, uh, his testosterone will go up 50%. Sex will be 50% better than it would be normally. 50% better. And when it's 50% better for him, it's gonna be 50% better for her, which allows her to hit the, it's like to hit the bell to where you feel satisfied. Couples have to have sex more because they're really not getting what they need. <laughs> so they want more. It's like overeating. Sex does not have to be more than once a week for it to grow. Unless men learn, eventually a man can learn how to give up the need to ejaculate every time he has sex. And that's a simple thing to do. I mean, I, if you do that, you can have sex every day because you didn't ejaculate because men have to have this recovery time. But if you don't ejaculate and only ejaculate on Saturday night, or one day a week, then, then you can continue having sex every day, but you practice having sex with her, giving her an orgasm, and you see the orgasms coming for you and just stop, change positions, change positions, and give up your attachment to having ejaculation. As you do this for six months, then you'll find that every time you stop, right before you stop, because you're gonna ejaculate, you'll have an orgasm. Orgasm and ejaculation are two different things. You first, if you're a man, first you have the orgasm then your body says, I can't handle that much pleasure and energy in my body. So it's too much estrogen, basically surges in his body, huge pleasure and the body short circuits and the testosterone goes down. But after a while, you start gaining the ability, the capacity to maintain because uh, it's a discipline. Any discipline is a testosterone producer. Uh, you say, I have no attachment. Now I'm 70, so I don't even need, I just have sex practically every day. <laughs> Good 30 minutes, at least sometimes a few hours. How do you do it? Just don't ejaculate. And what you find when you start doing it for a few months, that every time you pause and slow down or change position, that at the, right before that moment comes, you just had an orgasm. It's a surge of pleasure and it happens simultaneously with her orgasm. So either, you know, you can give her one orgasm or give her several orgasms if you're not ejaculating because she can have those more orgasms if your energy is still there for her. Now, some women are multi-orgasmic because they're doing it to themselves, but it's a big difference between you surrendering to a man's energy and sort of generating a concentration, trying to have an orgasm and then building attention and then releasing it. That's the wrong direction. It needs to be pure relaxation, surrender, and a man needs to be pure selflessness and what encourages that selflessness is giving up ejaculation. What do you need that for? <laughs> it just stops sex. You could have it every day, but it takes a while. It takes a lot of wisdom. It takes a lot of freedom in life. It takes maturity. Anybody can start that with just having sex once a week and never masturbating. That's, that just completely depletes your sexual energy. It has to start building over and over. Like this year, only I ejaculated twice this year. <laughs> and then I had to have recovery. You know, I, I was no longer super stud, you know, but I just waited six days. It doubled and I'm back. So I'm at 70 years old. My testosterone all the time is 50, 50% 50 higher than when I was a young man. It doesn't have to go down then. That passion does not have to leave our relationships if we learn how to provide, not be addicted to sex and not lose sex. Beautiful. So those so the three requirements. Um, again, we're growing in love, giving up blame, and having sex no more than once a week, unless you don't ejaculate as a man. Exactly. 
Exactly. All right. Hey, was- another tip for single women. Yeah. Uh, if you want him to be attracted to you and want you more, when you've got a keeper, don't have sex with him more than once a week. Just be busy. Be busy, busy, busy. You know, the old manipulation was be hard to get, but you're not being hard to get. You're just going to just be busy in your life so that you end up having sex once a week, which gives him a time to miss you, to his testosterone go back up and bond with you at a higher level. All right. Like, I'm sure that's that's advice I haven't heard before. So brilliant. Thank you so much for being here today, Dr. John Gray. And for the women who certainly want to continue this journey, and you're also talking about your daughter's work and so on. So like, what are some of the websites and resources um, they can find that we can post below as well? Yeah, you know, if you do marsvenus.com forward slash forward slash gift, uh, a free course comes up. And first there's a quiz. Are you single? Are you a woman? Are you in a relationship? Man, you know, so there's different courses we give out depending on your relationship status. Uh, but not a, not if you're a they. <laughs> it's a he or a she. <laughs> we We strictly specialize in heterosexual men and women. But if you're curious, even if you're a they, you should check it out. And I would recommend Beyond Mars and Venus for anybody who's confused about their sex. If you're a woman and you want to be a man, a man who wants to be a woman, check out Beyond Mars and Venus because it explains to you, if you're a woman, you're a woman. And if you're a man, you're a man. And by understanding what makes you feminine, you will be happier. But you see, following your feelings is often the worst thing you can do in life if you're not fulfilled. If I follow my feelings, I'd be upstairs right now just eating ice cream and watching Netflix. That just would make me feel awful the next day. Your feelings are usually wrong if you're not happy. So listen to my book. If you're young people and you're confused about your sexuality, you think you're a man and you're a woman, a man, please don't indulge in all that thinking. You'll just continue rewiring your brain in a way that you'll never be in harmony with your body. Check out Mars, Venus, it doesn't say you can't be if you're a woman on your male side. It just teaches you how to be both male and female, which is ultimate state of life is to be connected with both your masculine and feminine energies. Then you are in balance and then you can experience lasting fulfillment and growing in love. You deserve it. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. So again, all of those links will be below this video as well, ladies. And so again, thank you for being here. I'm looking forward to forwarding all of our feedback as we've gotten hundreds and hundreds of comments. Oh, I can't wait to read them. I love the feedback. Uh, Anita, have you done Lauren's course, How to Get Me Time? Have you done that course? No, I don't think I have, no. Check it out in the Mars Venus Academy. I know you absolutely love it. It will be fantastic. And everybody, every woman should know, it's the course my daughter put together. And it's, you know, it's about learning how to be happy and let a man make you happier. It's called How to Get Your Me Time but it means how to support your needs while you're in a relationship. So you don't end up over giving mm-hmm. or feeling, you know, I'm not getting what I need. She's a master of that. You should listen to her anyway. Oh God. Yeah. She knows what she's so talking about. Anita. I always enjoy talking with you. I'll look forward to the comments and we'll so, do it again. Awesome. Let's do it again. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.